Derek seemed to have slipped away from the watchers. How they kept finding him, he wasn't sure. But for the moment, he didn't see any of them. Worried sick about Rachel, he found a credit phone and pulled his ComTech card out of his wallet, inserted it, and input the code for his house. Come on, come on, pick it up, Derek muttered, feet marching up and down with nervous energy. Finally, after several rings, he was relieved to hear Rachel on the other end of the line. Rachel, honey, are you okay? I'm fine. Are, are you still with Bradley? What should he say? What should he tell her? Derek, are you still there? Why can't I see you? The screen's been vandalized. How's my little girl? She's great. Derek, what's going on? When are you coming home? You sound all upset. Derek felt a lump in his throat and had trouble swallowing. Derek, did you hear what I said? Rachel. He couldn't seem to get anything else out and was afraid that if he did speak, she would know he was crying. Derek? I, I love you. There. He was finally able to talk again without falling apart. And please tell Angelica how much her daddy loves her. Derek, Rachel yelled. Tell me what's going on. You're scaring me. Honey, I've got to go now. They're after me, and I was there when Bradley was killed, and now they're after me. I'll try to call you and explain more later, if I can. Do me a favor and go stay with your mother and Hilliard. What? Why are you doing this? Can't you go to the police? She was crying on the other end now, and he couldn't believe how painful this was, how unreal the whole day had been. Pack your bags, go, go to the Akron-Canton airport, and catch the Columbus shuttle flight. Please do it. Your, your life may depend on it. Derek hung up the phone without saying goodbye, turned back to the face of the street, and paused. His forehead scrunched up as in deep thought but he really didn't know what was going on. Then he reached into his jacket pocket and pulled the blue plastic turtle out. He wasn't sure what it was or how he had gotten it, but he knew it was important. And the strangest thing of all, Derek thought, was that it somehow seemed alive. It was faint, but he could hear it. The turtle was ticking. He didn't know what to do or where to go, but Derek knew he couldn't stay here. The watchers would find him. He sensed this strongly. Maybe it was partly fear and he wasn't thinking straight, but those things, the watchers, weren't at all normal. So he didn't think he would be safe for very long in any one place. It, it was all so crazy, so surreal. And now he had some kid's toy that was ticking. Just what was going on? How did you get in my pocket? Derek said softly to himself. Where did you come from? He couldn't remember. He didn't know why he was running. He couldn't seem to remember anything and started to panic. Derek! Yes? Had he really heard anything? The noise didn't seem to have come from anywhere. Who, who's there? He looked up and down the street, saw no one, shook his head, decided that he probably just needed more sleep. The sky was full of clouds. Getting ready for October, Derek mused, and... They were playing tricks on his vision, especially with the sporadic streaks of sunshine that kept trying to sneak through. Messing up his vision messed up his mind, causing him to hear voices that weren't really there. At least that was what he hoped. Derek! 
The voice scared him so much that he jumped on the stolen bike and took off. Knees and elbows splayed out like some sort of crazed Ichabod crane trying to escape the headless horseman, riding like a maniac through the residential streets of Fairlawn, Ohio.